Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. So, um, I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately, but I know it's been a while. And I've had this thought for two months now. And I've been wanting to share it with you, and it might not be a super long episode, but I wanted to share it with you because I think maybe I haven't recorded this episode because of everything that's happening in the world right now with the panic and pandemonium and pandemic (laughs) that's been happening that people are freaking out about with the coronavirus. Um, I just think it's like a really timely word, and so I hope it encourages you. But today I wanted to talk about being unavailable. And I know that might sound completely opposite of everything you've probably heard that, you know, we need to be available and we need to take action and we need to be proactive. And uh, maybe you're one of those people that like to hoard uh, supplies right now. I don't know where you're at today, but I was thinking about this quote that I had seen a couple months ago and it said like unavailable to drama and it said a couple different things. And so I started looking up the word unavailable. I like to look at the etymology and just definitions of words. And so the word unavailable actually means not able to be used or at someone or something's disposal. It also means otherwise occupied. And whenever you look at the etymology of this, it leads you to the word ineffectual, which means not producing any of the desired effect. And I think a lot of times when we're available to everything, what happens is we become ineffectual. We're not actually able to produce any of the desired desired effects that we want because we're available to everything. You know, something comes across your news feed on, whether it's through Facebook, Instagram, the actual news, uh, I don't care what it is, something comes across, someone texts you about something and all of a sudden it consumes you. And I was just thinking about how so many times we let things bombard our lives, our minds, our hearts, our emotions, and therefore we're making ourselves available to things that don't deserve our attention. And so I made this list of things that I want to be unavailable to, not just in this season, but in my life. And you can make your own list, but I think it's good to think about these things because, you know you have to have boundaries in your life. Boundaries actually produce freedom. I think back to the garden when you know God gave Adam and Eve boundaries in the garden. He said you could eat of every tree except for this tree. And you think about that and you think, well, why would he have made that unavailable to them? Because boundaries actually give us the option to have freedom. Like if, if we wouldn't have the option to sin, if we wouldn't have the option to fail, if we wouldn't have the option to be stressed, we wouldn't have the option to also be free. We're not robots. God didn't create us as robots. We don't have like this one-sided decision that we have to follow God or we have to be in peace or we have to be in joy or we have to be happy. All these things, like we have a choice. And I think that boundaries actually help us stay in freedom because you're not gonna go to a certain place if you have a boundary. So not gonna go into all that because it would just take up too much time. But basically, the boundaries in our life actually give us opportunities for freedom. 
And so I would just encourage you to create your own boundaries right now in your heart, in your mind, in your life, not unhealthy, but for the positive. So this is my list of what I'm going to strive to be unavailable to in this season and in my life. So I'm unavailable to stress. I'm unavailable to things that do not matter. How often do we get caught up in things that don't matter? I'm unavailable to negativity. I don't want to just let negativity run my life because it's so natural to stay on that side of life, of what's not working, of what can't happen or what isn't going to happen or what people say that usually isn't positive. It's easier to say negative things than it is to say positive things. I'm unavailable to my past, the hurts and the issues in my life. You know, looking back at the past is going to do nothing for you. If, you. if you've learned from it, you learn from it and you move on, you can reference it. But if you're looking back and you're living in your past and in your hurts and your issues, it's going to just bring bad things into your world. It's going to sidetrack you. It's going to make you ineffectual. And I just don't think that that's something that we should be available to. Whether it's coming across someone you knew before on Instagram or someone that randomly texts you one day or someone you see in public, like you don't need to be available to going down those roads if they're not beneficial to you. So I'm unavailable to toxic people. You don't have to be available to toxic people. You don't have to have them in your life. Yes, you can love them. You can pray for them, but they don't have to consume all your time. I'm unavailable to drama. Have you ever noticed that the people who usually say that they don't do drama are the most drama-filled people? They're always in the drama. They always know the drama, but somehow they say they hate drama. I'm unavailable to drama. I'm unavailable to fear. I think in this season, it's so important to understand that you are the one that gets to choose if you live in fear. You're the one that gets to choose if your perspective is based in something that's fear-based and fear-founded. I think so much of what's happening in the world right now, it's not that you don't need to be aware or educate yourself, but you don't have to stay in fear. You know, one of the things that my dad actually said to our staff this last week that really encouraged me was, you know, in the Bible, it talks about how love casts out fear. So if you are founded and you are in the love of God, fear can't stay in the same place because it casts out fear. So when you understand that God loves you, it's not that you don't have the realities of the world on your mind, but the reality of who God is and his love for you and his plan for you and his desires for you and his character are more important than what you could be fearful of. I'm unavailable to worry. I'm not going to stay worried. I'm not going to think, what if, you know, right now I'm six months pregnant. I'm not going to sit here and think, what if, you know, I'm carrying a baby during this time in the world when everyone's freaking out. What if it does this? Or what if this happens? Or what if that happens? You know, we know the old, the old school song. He's got the whole world in his hands. God is in control. He didn't lose control all of a sudden at the end of 2019 in China. He's in control. So even though we don't know always how he's going to work things out, like we live in a fallen world where things are going to happen, but God is always going to work things together for our good. That's what the Bible tells us. So I'm unavailable to darkness. This is interestingly enough, a list that I wrote probably three months ago, but how much does it even apply today to our lives? I'm unavailable to the things that are dark, the things that bring me down, the things that that don't add to my life. You know, I think so many times we are allowing darkness and negativity and drama and stress into our life. And 
those are things you can choose to be unavailable to. You do not have to be available to those things. You can have boundaries in your life. And I want to encourage you with two verses. In John 14, 27, it says, I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. I look at this verse and I think, okay, God has given us the gift of peace. It's not something you earn. It's not something you reason yourself into. So why are we not always available to peace? Well, because you've made yourself available to things that are taking up all your all your space. They're taking up all your focus. They're taking up all your emotions, all your heart, all your mind. And I think about this, if God's given us the gift of peace, his peace, it says it's not it's not fragile. It's not something that's given by the world but it's perfect. So that means there's no flaw in it. That doesn't mean that you don't have to work at letting it work in your life. But what it says, it says, don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Be courageous. How can you not yield to fear or be troubled in your heart? Because you know that the power is not your own. The Bible tells us in our weakness, his power is made perfect. So we don't have the answers right now. We don't have everything figured out right now. But guess what? God has the answers. He knows he is the answer. (laughs) And the truth is with this, the world is going to try to like sell you peace or they're going to most of the time try to sell you negativity and fear and worry because that's what they feed off of. Because why would you watch them if all they were telling you was good things? Anyways, that's a whole side noted thing. But I just think it's so interesting. This says don't yield to fear. That means that you can be in peace, but fear is going to try to rise up. How do we stay out of fear? We remind ourselves that our hearts don't need to be troubled because God is love and he loves us and he cares for us. And while we live in a fallen world and while we live in a world of imperfection, his peace, his love is perfect. In Isaiah 26, 3, it says, perfect, absolute peace surrounds those whose imaginations are consumed with you. They confidently trust in you. You know, your imagination is actually the perfect key that opens the door to peace in your life. Because if you can, and and the enemy can work it on the other side too, but think about it. Most of the time we let our imagination go into a negative like direction. We think, well, the world, what if the world ends? Or what if everybody gets affected by the coronavirus? Or what if all this, just everything, what if they don't have enough toilet paper? You know, what if we don't have enough of whatever we we need? That's where our imagination normally goes. But this says perfect, absolute peace surrounds those whose imaginations are consumed with you, with God, and they confidently trust in you. If God's given us peace, if he's given us the answer, which he is the answer, it doesn't mean that everything's going to always be perfect but his peace will be perfect in our life. You don't have to be founded in what the news says. You don't have to be founded in what the scientists say. You don't have to be founded in what the reports say. That doesn't give you an option to just be stupid in your life and go do whatever you want. But what this does tell you is when you've done all you can do, when you've made the smartest decisions that you can, don't make yourself available to things that are going to sidetrack you from what you know. Like the only truth that matters is God's truth. I don't care what people say on the news, what your friends say. I don't care what even your doctor says. God's truth trumps and overrides every single truth of the world. So we need to let our imaginations in this season be consumed with who God is, with what his peace tells us, not with what the world tells us, not with what even our own heart tells us at times. 
Be unavailable to things that do not serve you. And I don't mean that in a weird way. What I'm saying by that is I'm saying, if it doesn't like serve the purpose of bringing you closer to God, bring you to the truth of God, bring you back to the peace of God, bring you back to the love of God, it's not something worth your time. And I think in my life, even being pregnant, like it's been a whole journey for me, just finding life balance with being pregnant and being tired and whatever, still working and then all this happening in the world. But I think, you know, one of the greatest lessons I'm learning while being pregnant is there's stuff happening inside my body that I have no control over. I have no control if my baby boy is perfect, if he's built perfect, if he has all of his parts, if he, you know, has every single chamber in his heart and if his brain is developed correctly. And all I can do is eat right, take my prenatal vitamins, take care of myself, sleep and pray. And I think about that and I think there's so many areas of my life that I've had to learn to trust God in, but this is a whole nother level because it's a human and it's not up to me. And I can't see him every day. I can't know exactly what's going on inside of him except for through my apps. (laughs) And I just think so much of my life feels that way too, but this is like a tangible way for me to learn to trust God. And I don't want to be available to things that aren't positive, that aren't like going to put me in the right perspective or the right position or let me have the right foundation in my life. So whether it's stress or things that don't matter or negativity or my past or toxic people or drama or fear or worry or darkness... I want to be unavailable to things like that. And I want to make myself available to things that matter. You know, I've, I've preached this before, but I love this thought process that our lives are like a container and you can only hold so much inside of yourself, whether that's your heart, your mind, your life, and think about whatever you're making yourself available to that's taking up space. So if it's not positive, if it's not something that's going to serve you, it's not something that's going to help you. Why are you giving it space in your heart, in your mind, in your life? You know, last night I had like this bad dream and I don't know, I've been having weird dreams since I've been pregnant, but I like turned to my husband and I said like, I had a bad dream. And he was like, you need to stop having those dreams. I was like, I can't control it. But I think so often in our life, like I told him, like I'm having to deal with it though. Like it feels real. And I think so often in our life, we have this imagination that that scripture even talks about. And we're actually letting that imagination that's a negative thing rule our emotions and rule our life. And, you know, I I was talking to my mom the other day and she was saying that there were so many people that she was hearing that were in the hospital that were pregnant women that thought they were going into labor just because of the stress of the season. And I think about how like, you know, your body responds to what you decide to believe. Your body and your life will respond to the direction of what you're available to. And I don't want to be used or at someone's disposal or something's disposal that's not positive. I don't want to be occupied by something that's not positive. I don't want to be ineffectual. I don't want to not produce the desired effect in my life, which is to be in peace and is to be in joy and is to stay in the foundations of who God is, which is love. And so therefore today, I just want to encourage you, you know, you might be in your own season you know, with everything that's going on in the world, you might be fine, but there's going to be things in our life that we need to choose. Like I'm unavailable to that. I need to create a boundary that I'm not going to go there in my mind. I'm not going to go there in my heart. I'm not going to go there in that relationship. I'm not going to go there in my life because what you're making yourself available to is taking up space and it is directing your actions and your thoughts and your beliefs and, and all those things are wrapped up in one. But I just want to encourage you today, decide to create boundaries with things that are not beneficial or or that are not going to serve you or not positive in your life think take inventory of your life right now and think 
hey, in this season, even like what's going on in the world, what am I going to be available to and what am I not going to be available to? You know, I think a lot of times we make ourselves more available to the things of the world than we do the presence of God, than we do his word and his voice and his truth. And I know for me, like, because we're spirit, soul, body, like we have to also understand, like we have this flesh side and it, our natural state is going to be the flesh side. So if you're not incorporating the spiritual side, if you're not intentionally spending time with God, if you're not intentionally talking to him, if you're not intentionally worshiping, you're not going to engage your spirit because it's not natural to us, even though we are spirit. We have to intentionally engage that. So today, intentionally be unavailable to the things that don't matter and engage your spirit. Make your flesh obedient to your spirit. You know, I love the scripture that says, take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. If you're just letting thoughts run rampant in your life and you're being available to those thoughts, they're not being obedient to Christ. You have to take a thought and submit it. If you don't do that, though, your thoughts will turn into beliefs. Your beliefs will turn into actions. Your actions will turn into who you are, what you are, and what you have. And so I think in our life, it's very important to think about scriptures like that and think about truth like that and think, okay, I have this thought. It's okay to have the thought, but what am I going to do with it? Well, the Bible gives us an answer, tells us to submit it to God, make it obedient to him, not obedient to us. I don't care how strong I am. I can't tell myself, don't be worried about the baby that's growing inside of me. I feel that sometimes, but I have to go, you know what, God, I trust you more than my own worry. I trust you more than my own fear. And I choose to be available to who you are and your character and trusting in you than I do my fear and my worry. I'm not going to give place to that because I only have so much room. So today, take inventory. Think about what you're needing to be unavailable to and decide the things that you want to be available to in the season, whether it's your kids because they're home with you or you're getting to spend more time with your spouse or maybe you're trying to do your job from home and it's distracting, whatever it is for you. I just wanna encourage you to stay focused on what matters so that you can actually be effective so that you don't get into that ineffectual category of not being able to produce what you want in your own life. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at keelacraftambrose. Ambrose.